episode 46, How to Coach Yourself. Welcome to the podcast, Loving on Purpose. I'm your host, Bonnie Lyman. If you're having trouble navigating through your relationships with your adult children, if you are struggling to connect with them or having specific challenges, you're in the right place. Hello, my friends. How are you all doing? I'm freezing. It's 30 degrees here. The high. I know some of you live in warmer places, so kudos to you. I'm not going to complain because I have heat in my house, but the first couple weeks of cold, I am always cold. And I layer up and I've got my little down vest on or fake down, but I'm trying to stay warm. But I'm excited to be talking to you today. I want to talk to you about a simple way to use the model. Now, the model is the foundation of my coaching, and it was created by Brooke Castile, who I think is a brilliant woman who has read so many books and has had some false accusations made against her in that these were not her ideas. And she will say that, but she took these ideas that all these um, people, Brene Brown, um, Byron Katie, and many others, that they all believe in the same, I believe, principle that our thoughts cause our feelings, not the circumstances, not the happenings in our life. And because we're never taught that, it's often a hard thing to grasp, and we resist believing it. And as we know, anytime we resist anything, it just intensifies and blocks us. So it's good to be open to things. But anyway, Brooke Castile created the model where she took those principles and concepts and made like a formula. So it makes it very easy to use. So today I'm going to talk about this model, and I believe the model solves any problem. And I'm going to simplify how to use it so you can coach yourself. But I'm going to tell you, and even in telling you how to coach yourself, it's harder to do than what you think. And when you get really stuck in something that's really bothering you, you need to hire a coach. I do. I talk about this and use this model every day, just about of my life, and yet I still get stuck and I can't come up with new thoughts or new perspective or new story 
to get me unstuck in feeling a way I don't want to feel. So the model solves any problem, and it, it does it by teaching us how to change our focus, our perspective, or our thoughts, or our attitude, or maybe it's a story that we keep telling ourselves, whatever you want to call it, you literally change your feeling by changing your thoughts, and subsequently you change how you behave, how you show up in the world. When I say that the model can solve any problem, I think I need to quantify that statement. It does not cure you of a disease like cancer. That's number one. And number two, because of my Christian faith, I believe having faith in Jesus Christ and following him or copying his behavior is the real answer to how to solve all our problems. But getting cancer and not allowing it to determine how we want to view the rest of our life with it or our attitude about how we want to feel can be resolved by learning how to use the model. And those who have a desire to tap into God's and Jesus' grace to solve their problems via the promptings of the Holy Ghost often don't know where to start. People sometimes don't feel the strength or the comfort from God and Jesus because they don't know how to apply the teachings that they teach us in the scriptures. When Jesus asked us to love everyone or to trust in him or not to judge others or asking us not or asking us to forgive those that don't deserve to be forgiven, we quite often need some guidance of how to do this when we are feeling painful feelings and want to use the gospel as a source to get through this. But a lot of times we just don't know where to start, or like I said, how to actually apply it. The model, then, is a possible way to get started in tapping into the resources that Jesus has to offer. The model is a possible way to start on the road to emotional security when we are perhaps faced with a threatening disease. If you go back and listen to episode seven in my podcast, The Model is the Secret Sauce, I explain the model in detail, and I suggest that you go back and listen to that if you're interested in in finding out how to really use it. But you can still get something out of what I'm offering today by kind of simplifying the use of the model. 
I like to give my clients a simplified, simplified version of the model at the end of our working together because oftentimes um, things come up and they've learned so many good things and have so many good tools, but it's kind of easy to forget, now what do I do first? So I'm going to kind of tell you that today. But I can't emphasize enough how much a coach can guide you through solving your problem and even being able to listen a little more closely and recognize promptings from the Holy Ghost if if you you know believe in that kind of help. So here are four steps that can help you be in control of who you want to be. So that means you'd be in control of how you want to feel. And in order to do that, you have to be in control of choosing the thoughts that are useful, that you want to think, And it helps you be in control of having the feeling that you want to have instead of the negative feeling that perhaps is impacting your life in a way that you're tired of. Step one is be willing to feel the painful feeling you are feeling. Don't resist it. You need to get out of your head and into your body. So you got to close your eyes, look inside your body, and where is that feeling located and give it some attention. Just sit with it for a while. Don't Go for a run, even even though that's a healthy option, and you will get a dopamine hit for a few minutes. And don't eat donuts. That's my favorite thing to do. Just go buy a donut or eat something sweet. And don't turn to alcohol or drugs. Or don't even go serve somebody in some way. You can, but you're avoiding feeling the feeling. You're resisting feeling it by buffering with maybe even something good. The feeling might go away momentarily, but it will probably return and be even more intense. Be willing to feel uncomfortable for a while and it will lessen and start to fade away. Now, if you go listen to um, my episode three, Feeling Your Feelings, you'll get a lot more detail of how to just be with those negative feelings. 
So step number two is after hanging out with your feelings for a while, those uncomfortable feelings, and as they, you'll feel them start to fade, then you just wait. Wait for a new thought, a new perspective, or a new story, whatever you want to call it, to come into your mind. It may come within five minutes. It might be the next day. But just kind of ponder your circumstance and your thoughts and your feelings and be curious as to why you're feeling the way you felt. When the new thought comes, it's probably going to be something simple and general. Something like, everything is going to be okay. Or it might be, things don't always stay the same. Or, I just haven't figured it out yet. Or, they're doing the best they can at this moment. If a new thought comes that brings you a feeling of relief or where you're feeling a little better, some peace, you're feeling calmer, then you're done. There's no need to go to the next step because that new feeling will cause you to show up in a different way. But if you're still wrestling with that feeling and because you haven't come up with a resonating thought, a believable thought, then you're going to go on to step three. And step three is to listen to your inner self. If a new thought hasn't come to your mind and you are feeling discomfort, do a model on the circumstance. So I'm going to give you an example. In the circumstance line, we're going to have a pretend circumstance. You're going to write the circumstance. Now remember, it has to be a fact. It's kind of the boring thing that's going on. It has to be something that can be proven true in a court of law. So it can't be my, my son is making a huge mistake. He's going to waste his life away because he's not going to college. The circumstance would be, my son said, I'm not going to college. I'm going to go live on a beach in Hawaii. So, on a piece of paper, you're going to write in a column, C-T-F-A-R. Just 
do it, and then I'll tell you how to fill in the blanks. That's a formula. So the first thing I would do is I would name the feeling, the negative feeling, the uncomfortable feeling that you're feeling. Now, the circumstance was what your son said. I'm not going to college. I'm going to go live on a beach in Hawaii. So you're probably feeling disappointed and judgmental. So now you go to your thoughts because him saying that cannot cause you to feel disappointed or judgmental. It's your thoughts that are causing you to have that feeling you don't like. What thoughts are you thinking that's causing the feeling? They may be, he should be going to college. He's disappointing me. We'll pay for his college if he goes now, but not if he waits to go. He's making a huge mistake. He's wasting his life away. What will my friends think? Where did I go wrong as a parent that he's making this decision? So the next line is the A line. What did you do? What was your behavior? What did you say? How did you act? So it may have been I tried to convince him that this was not a good decision. And then we go to the R line. What was the result that you got? I'm making a huge mistake in trying to control another adult whom I not only have no control over, but I'm also needing him to fulfill my need of looking like a good parent by my child fulfilling an expectation of doing what I think is best for him. I'm a disappointing parent. We call this the unintentional model. So that may be a word you're not familiar with. It is in the coaching world. So we'll just call it the original model. This is what happened this is what I thought, this is what I felt, this is what I did, and this was my result. So now we're going to move on to step four. And again, you're going to write down C-T-F-A-R in a column. In the C line, we're going to put the same circumstance. My son said, I'm not going to college. I'm going to go live on a beach in Hawaii. Now you skip down to the F line, the feeling. What is the new feeling that you want to feel? So you write 
that down. You have to decide what you want to feel. So let's just assume or pretend that you want to feel non-judgmental and accepting. So you write that down in the feeling line. Then we go back up to the T line, the thought line, and we're going to write down what thoughts would I have to think to cause me to feel accepting and non-judgmental. And here are some suggestions. Remember, thoughts don't have to be true. They just have to be believable, and they have to make you feel good. He's an adult who gets to make his own decisions. He's just figuring life out. Maybe he'll go to college when he runs out of money. I admire him for having the confidence to be so adventuresome and follow a dream. We don't have a timeline for whether we'll help pay for his college education. We'll pay for it whenever he decides he'll go. His choices don't negatively affect how others think of me. Do you see how those thoughts are useful? They, they don't even have to be true, but they are useful thoughts, so we choose to think them so that we can be accepting and non-judgmental and fulfill the only responsibility that we have for our adult children, and that is to love them. So our, our action might be We wish him well in his adventure, and we figure out a way how to stay in touch. And the result is that we proceed living our life with confidence and self-love. It's not dependent on anybody else. We take back the power, and the control to live the life we want to live by figuring out what we need to think to feel the way we want to feel. When our adult children present us with a problem, it's our choice what we want to focus on. Being disappointed and judgmental doesn't fix the problem. Trying to control someone who we have no right to try to control does not solve the problem. Needing our children to fulfill our needs, our wishes, our dreams, 
also doesn't solve the problem. But love always solves the problem. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope that if you know somebody that could benefit from hearing this podcast, that you'll share it with them. I have had such fun having support calls with so many of you and getting to know so many of you and giving you a little bit of hope that things can and will get better and perhaps are not as bad as we think they might be. I just thank you for listening to this podcast, and I'll catch you next week. If you're frustrated because your relationship with your adult children doesn't look anything like the way you thought it would, I can help you. Moms who are in a painful relationship with their adult children tend to just spin in their sadness and in their pain because they're waiting for their adult children to change or they don't know what to do to instigate this change to have a peaceful relationship. My program is called Loving on Purpose. And I help you fix what's not working in your relationship so you can feel love and peace with your adult children and then be able to move forward in your life. I can help you feel that peace that will cause you to know exactly what you need to do to maintain that peaceful connection with your children. I can help you feel secure and confident in your role as a mom. I can help you be able to choose how you want to feel in any moment. And that means being able to move forward to live a satisfying, fulfilling life that includes always having love for your children. If you want some help, if you just want to get on a call with me and see what my program is all about or how I can help you, go to bonnielyman.com and click on the little button that says book a call.